want to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where I bring on business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. Follow me on Instagram, Ask Adam Torres, to keep up with my book releases, book tour, all that good stuff. I'd love to connect with you there on Instagram. And as always, if you'd like to apply to be a featured author in one of my upcoming books, just head on over to my website, moneymatterstoptips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, I'm really excited to have Michelle Katz on the line. She is the Chief Health Information Officer over at F1 Health IT. Um, Michelle, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Adam. All right, so I'm really excited to have you on here. I mean, you, you've got multiple books that have been published, and you've saved a lot of people um, money in healthcare, and I want to get into that and how exactly you're accomplishing that, that feat, because I know listeners want to know also. Um, but before we get into all of that, let's just start with your background. How did you get into business? Um, got into business uh, by accident. I've actually, I've always been the healthcare side of things. Um, but unfortunately, I had a few accidents, which mm. I didn't plan. But um, I learned about the healthcare system back in the 90s when I didn't have health insurance. And I was a student at Georgetown University. And that's where it all began. Um, so it's like starting from being the patient, um, actually mm. have gone through nursing school, being the patient, having experienced the healthcare system and having huge medical bills and having to navigate through a system that, um, and not having insurance at first. Got it. Um, and I, I want to hear more about how you're potentially helping people with that, but let's, um, what, what do you... If, if if somebody's listening to this and they're graduating college or they're or they're even thinking about you know they want to go into the healthcare field, I mean, what what kind of advice would you give them? Um, I would say always be willing to listen, always be willing to push the boundaries, um, always be creative, and follow your passion. Mm. All, all, all great stuff, and I and I'm and I'm just thinking about that person just graduating college. They're like, because I mean, healthcare in general, there's such a, I mean, there's just so much opportunity um, in the field, and there's just so much on the horizon with technology and what's going on. And actually, this is a good transition. Let's talk a little bit more about what you're doing as a chief health information officer over at F1 Health IT. So, how how do you help your clients, and what exactly do you do? Well, a lot of it is healthcare consulting as well as staffing um, with IT positions. Uh, back in the day when I actually did coding was before electronic medical record systems even existed. Mm. So unfortunately, I'm dating myself here. Um, but I've learned about revenue cycle, which is how hospitals get reimbursed from almost the patient side. And then I was on the administrative side when I worked with a company called Arthur Anderson back in the day before the whole Enron scandal. Um, and that's where I've learned about these codes and how hospitals get reimbursed and how hospitals survive. So now I'm on the other side where I'm helping people in IT uh, really not only um, capture codes that insurance companies should be paying for, but also helping them help hot like basically their patients. So when patients are confused with their bills come or maybe the bills aren't getting paid, it's looking to the system and saying, Hey, what's happening? Our code's not being captured where they should have been, which means the insurance should have paid or a claim should have been received and that be paid. Um so it's interesting because I come from all I tell people all sides of the gurney as a nurse, 
as a patient, and as an administrator. So I'm looking into all aspects and really trying to facilitate the communication between the hospital as well as the patient. But then at the same time, because I don't claim myself to be an IT guru by any sense, I rely and I help staff those people that have expertise in systems such as Epic, Cerner, Meditech, um, to really curtail and really be the IT side of things to really help hospitals kind of get through and, and really basically work on their strat their business strategy, but at the same time, I put a different light on things and say, well, this is what the patient's going through, so understand that point. So we, we change this into, like, apps in the future. I've helped a few hospitals develop apps that have really been great for them um, and helping them reach out to patients and be um, because things are becoming more patient-centric. Um, it's really, you know, just getting very creative. Um, so, I, again, it's, it's a little bit of staffing, it's a little bit of consulting, and it's a lot of reading, it's a lot of learning because things are changing a lot. I mean, artificial intelligence is a big thing, but you need to be part of the healthcare system and understand what the patients are going through as well as the clinicians to really under, get the full picture and have everybody come to the table to create a better and a more, as I said, patient-centric environment. What are some of the interesting trends you, you're noticing in healthcare right now? I mean, because you have a, you have such a, a wide background. I mean, I know you're keeping up on the pulse of what's going on in many different areas. What do you think is interesting in terms of healthcare right now? Well, what's happening right now is an interesting change with all these EMR systems. There's interoperability, which is happening right now, um, where you're finding the big the big players in those EMR systems are kind of feeling a little bit of the crunch and the competition is getting stiff because um, what's happening in D.C. is there needs to be more interoperability. So you can go from one hospital to another and basically what we're working on is keeping your data. So mm -hmm. when I go into a hospital, the big trend is when you switch doctors and switch insurance plans, you want to keep your data. You want better access, plus you want more control over it because there's all this HIPAA that's happening right now, too. So, it's you know, I want to know who has my data, where's it going to, and I want to be able to shut off people that I don't want to see my data. So that's a big, big thing. And also artificial intelligence is huge right now. But it's how, how can we use that artificial intelligence to make healthcare easier for everyone? Wow, that's huge. And and I guess in, in just a short transition of what you've gone through so far. So it started where everything's on paper, right? And I kinda when you when you're starting in this in these systems and now it's obviously obviously a lot of things went electronic, went digital, and now it comes down to we're we're at the point where AI is how how do we manage who gets to see the data? Um, is it is it do you own it? Is it easily transferable when you go to hospital hospital, like all these things? Freaking amazing. <laughs> I love it. Right well, it's, it's, it's kind of mind-blowing if you think about it. This is all happening within a short amount of time. Oh, it's going to – it's it's really – well, It's everybody was talking about big data, but the thing is the IT people are so focused on big data, but what do you do with the data? Yeah, and exactly. the, the patient – I mean, there can be big data, but, you, you know, what do you do with it? But then the patient, you can't rely on artificial intelligence alone or big data mm -hmm. alone. Every patient has to be treated as an individual because 
you may have the same maybe chronic disease or illness and some your neighbor or someone next to you, but every patient reacts differently. Every patient's body's different. The DNA's different. And that's where you have to bring everyone to the table, not only the clinician, you have to bring the IT person there, and unfortunately you've got to bring the CFO to the table too because everything has a price tag on it. So it's just who has the data, who's managing it, what price is on the data, and how can we work together as a team so we can benefit and get the best health care for the patient, for the clinician, and for the entity. Oh, I love it. All, all great stuff. And, and I'm not in IT, but I'm excited. You can tell. I mean, these things, because I, I just like, I like progress, and I can see the progress of it all. And um, fortunately, knock on my desk, I mean, I haven't really, I haven't really had any medical problems in my life. But that being said, if slash when I'm going to age, I want to, I want my data to be safe too, and I want to make sure I have access to it. You brought up a whole other, you brought a whole bunch of OCD out of me. Thank you, Michelle. No, but um, no problem. <laughs> let's um, let's close out with um, just to talk a little bit more about about your books and, and, and that, and then uh, we'll wrap it up. Well, so you, actually, you've pub- got... you're published multiple times. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, I have three books. Um, the first one I did was Healthcare for Less. The second one is 101 Health Insurance Tips, and the third one is um, Healthcare Made Easy. All are still available on Amazon. All are very, you know, even though things have progressed in such a way in advance and there's more technology out than there was before, they're still they're the basics on these books that you can use to really understand and navigate through the system. And it's very helpful for someone who's just graduating to understand what they can do. Um, and as I said, they're, they're the basic tools you need. And, um, and then the website, as you were saying, with, my, um, with work right now, we do the consulting and the staffing uh, for you know, different IT levels in different organizations, healthcare organizations, that's www.f1healthit.com. All right, perfect. So definitely uh, appreciate you coming on the show today, Michelle. Um, Everyone listening, head out. Um, It's Michelle Katz, that's K-A-T-Z. Put that in Amazon and check out those books. Um, Thank you again, Michelle. Uh, To the listeners, as always, thank you for tuning in. Don't forget to head on over to Instagram, Ask Adam Torres. Love to connect with you over there. And if you'd like to apply to be in one of my upcoming books, moneymatterstoptips.com and click on Become an Author. All right, Michelle, have a wonderful day. Thank you again. 